You're listening to the Lunch Hour Anime Special. I'm Rage. And I'm Jolly. This week we watched Tiger and Bunny, The Beginning. This is a Night of the Living Geeks podcast. Check out our past episodes of the show at notlg.com. And support this program and the network today at patreon.com slash notlg. Okay, you're, you're wondering why people die, or why, why people would move there, right? Yeah. It's the same, like, why the fuck does anybody move to goddamn Metropolis? I wonder that, too. Right, like, I wonder that. I wonder about Gotham. I wonder about... See, but Gotham's explained, because they explain that Gotham is a shithole. So everybody there is just too poor to move away. All right? It's the same, you know, like, Gotham's at least, like... There's a reason. It's a shithole. If you're odds are you're a criminal, it's a good place to work if you're a criminal because there's a lot of other criminals. Like, sure, there's a chance you'll get beat up by Batman, but he really only gives a shit about the Joker, so you can be a thug and probably be okay. You know? Until you come across, you know, the Huntress, Batgirl, Red, uh, Red Hood, other stuff like that. See, but that's more to my point. There's so many criminals in Gotham. Even though it's a shithole, it still has, like, seven heroes. <laughs> right? As opposed to, like, Metropolis, it has three that i can think of superman the guardian and booster gold are all in metropolis no power girl no power girls in new york city oh i think that metropolis was kind of the new york city yeah dc kind of let up on that later on Uh, (laughs) there's just like double the number of cities okay see but i'd rather live in like star city where like green arrow lives oh no green arrow (laughs) like it attracts a very different level of villain than say fucking superman (laughs) <laughs> like the worst you have to deal with in Star City is like, you know, Deathstroke coming around to kill a superhero. Whatever, just go to your fucking day job and you're fine, <laughs> right? But like, if you live in Metropolis, fucking Doomsday, Darkseid, Calabac, like all these like galactic villains drop in on you to murder the shit out of people. But you move to Metropolis because it's a really good city. There's tons of job opportunities, especially in the construction field, right? Right. So like, it you move there for the work and for the the quality of the city. So Stern, Stern, Sternville, I would, like, Sternville is such a big city. They also have to consider, what are the odds that you're actually involved in any of this? I don't know, when they have a fucking TV show revolved around uh, criminals and, and the superheroes coming in and catching them, I would say pretty good. Yeah, but it's like, there's like four levels of the city, right? So you got to consider, it's supposed to be like analogous to, say, New York, right? New York has a population of four million, more than that? I don't know how big is New York. Who cares? <laughs> well, New York's like 10, and this is like 40 million people. The odds of you being involved in any of this television show is really, really low. Except when, you know, shit blows up. But see, but when that happens later on in the show, they're like, they, um, like, it was like, this is unprecedented. Like, even in this one, in the beginning, it was, uh, fucking bank robbers. Like, that's low-level shit. It's just, like, that could happen today with, like, somebody could rob a bank and you can get, like, in between the robber and the, the policeman chasing him. Like, that's not terribly different. It's just when, like, you get the, the murder dolls raining from the sky and blowing up later on. It's part of Ouroboros. Oh. That girl. Yeah, the girl who does yeah. the... Yeah. Like, then you're like, okay, get the fuck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> or, I don't know, I see when I, when someone can take one of the giant um, statues that are probably just as large, if not larger, than the Statue of Liberty and kind of go crazy... I think that's a time where I start looking at other opportunities somewhere yeah. else. Because that, that giant, that giant statue had a huge 
sledgehammer and was swinging it wildly in the middle of the downtown financial area. Yeah, I'm on the, I'm, if I'm on the 30th floor and I see that thing coming for me, I just kind of just throw my hands up and go, well, I had a good life. Just open up job listings for another city if you make it alive. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move to California. Just, just resignation right there. <laughs> and I put, put on my resignation. I almost died due to giants moving statue. See, and even Which, if that, that would only make and that would only make sense for Sternville. Yeah, but even okay, even if even if that's an outlier, right? even if it's all just like bank robberies and stuff, there's enough bank robberies that there's seven major superheroes there to stop them all the time. Like even if it is just littler stuff and not like super villainy, that's a lot of fucking bank robberies. I don't want to live in a place with that high a crime, even if there are counteracting superheroes. Like that's, I mean, the city's really cool. I love the big statues everywhere, the Art Deco style. Like, it's a really cool setting for this kind of show. But I don't know if I would run. Like that, that, that doesn't offset <laughs> the the difficulties of living there. I mean, I, I'm just wondering who. Why would you commit a crime at all in a place that has seven superpowered heroes? Yeah. Unless unless you're you're willing to to risk being in an iron lung that was your life. That was my thing at the beginning of this. I'm like, they, they had a, um, they, they robbed a bank, I think it was. I don't know. And then they were getting away in the armored car. And there were like three of them. It's like, where are you going to drive? There's a helicopter. Let, not even a police helicopter. There's also a fucking television helicopter, which you know is going to follow you as much as it can. And then on top of that, there's a hero's, like, the one that Kotetsu was chasing. Where the fuck is he going to go? <laughs> <laughs> like at that point, just give up. Where are you going to go? Well, the, the, the Stern build is on an island, much like Manhattan. So there's limited escape opportunities, unless you have like some sort of submarine somewhere you can get away. So even if he does drop the bank, I don't know where he's how he thinks he's going to escape. All they have to do is set up police blockades at the bridges or some sort of checkpoints at the various uh, train or boat stations around there. Yeah, they're not going to. They're yeah. not getting out. It's, but if you do a small enough crime, right, then I, wouldn't the city have to do, like, a cost-benefit analysis? If you close all the bridges, what does that do to the economy of the city and the surrounding region? And is that damage more than the person stole? At which point do you just pay the bank back and just let the guy, not necessarily let him get away, but, like, don't bother closing the bridges because he only stole $3 million. And if we close up all the bridges, it's going to cost the city $2 trillion. I would assume... Two trillions a lot, sorry, two billion. It's a big city though. I would I would assume that they would probably the authorities would probably model their their decisions after what the Hero TV's doing. So sure, a bank robbery, maybe maybe most of the time Hero TV doesn't care. It's just kind of like, oh, that's not worthy of, of our heroes. And then that's when maybe you send out a few units and if they get them, great. If they don't, well like you said, tough shit. Yeah. Is it really that big of a loss? Yeah, is it really that big of a loss? But when when they decide that you when 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 there's a lull in crime and Hero TV sends out the heroes against three simple bank robbers, I think that's when you go, okay, um, it's kind of serious, even if it's not. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's a good point because later on we get um, there's that council with like all of the heads of the emergency stuff that Maverick's on it and the mayor's on it and the mayor's just like a pawn, just like. Does whatever Maverick Son tells him to do. Oh yeah, because Ma- this is the quintessential uh, company owns the city. Yeah, because <laughs> the seven statues and yeah, the seven pillars of the city. The seven pillars of the city. Each each controls and re- and is represented by one of the heroes. And literally, without kind of without Maverick 
running the show there. That city's toast. So, of course, the mayor has to go, that's a good idea. What do you think, the guy who actually runs everything and keeps us all safe? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you do you still have as much hate for the TV show producers you did? Because remember when we were watching this, you hated the shit out of Agnes. I just... I, she was like always putting like the television ratings ahead of everything else. Well, I know that's kind of the point of her job, but I'm also looking at I'm like, look, look, this ain't a football team. This ain't a football game, all right? This isn't like... There's an injury timeout, and we go, okay, go to commercials, and the guy, you know, he's hurt, but, you know, separated shoulder, but he's walking, and he'll live. This is kind of, she's putting a halt to people, saying, look, we're going to commercial, wait three minutes before you actually catch this guy, and it's kind of like, no, he could shoot and kill someone, he could get away, like, I don't... See, but that's chicken the egg, right, because, okay, right, right, if there's no commercial breaks... Then there's no sponsors. And if there's no sponsors, there's no heroes. If there's no heroes, these people just get the fuck away. I dis- I disagree because they have sponsorship. They're basically NASCAR cars because they've got sponsorships all over their thing. You would think also that they would, unless unless the seven companies are the only people having that have commercials on the thing, you would think that the, co- that the companies would actually like the exclusive exposure of just them and their subsidiaries as opposed to having to share airtime with, you know... Uncle Jay's Fun Time Barbecue Pit on TV. Wait, wait, you're 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 looking at this at a different level than I am. Like NBC, like you're saying they're NASCAR, right? But NBC needs to sell fucking commercials. It doesn't matter what sponsors are on the car, right? At a certain point, if NBC doesn't ever cut the commercial and they don't ever make any money on that program, they're not going to air NASCAR. And sure, those cars might have sponsors, but if NASCAR five hundred, whatever, I don't know, is Indy five hundred NASCAR? I don't know. If Indy five hundred is never on television, why the fuck would I put my sponsorship on a car? And then that car doesn't. Then there's no car, then there's no race team, no driver. So like, if NBC never airs the heroes, then I'm never going to sponsor one. We're kind of thinking. I think we're kind of thinking different here because I'm thinking they're going to show that anyways, and the ratings would be a boon for would be a boon for the exclusive. Yeah. So you're like, it's going to be news. It's going to be it's going like, to be news either way. Now here, Hero TV can say, look, we can you can either we can either put you know NBC nightly news can either show this. You know, just whatever. Yeah. Or we can make Heroes TV and a point system and monetize it better. Yeah. Okay. See, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm figuring. Hey, I guess, I guess it would be. They would be on television anyway. A giant fucking statue started stopping around the city. <laughs> I only had hate for her because she's like Kotetsu. Don't do anything. He's like, I've already started my, my superpower that only lasts for five minutes. What do you mean? Wait three and a half minutes to stop this guy. She was, you know, you know, the whole prioritizing ratings over over people and all yeah, that. Yeah, but Barnaby shit. does that too. Yeah, well, because Barnaby is a freaking brainwashed. Spoilers. Spo- <laughs> well, well, no, 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 I'm not talking that way. I'm talking like he's been brainwashed to put the show first. Oh yeah. Not, yeah. not, not in the other context. He's been brainwashed to put the show first. So yeah, he'll he'll definitely stand there and just. Get punched all day, you know, before See, the before the TV show rolls I again. I don't think I don't think Barnaby puts the show ahead of the job. I think Barnaby's looking to be the the perfect balance, right? Like Kotetsu is the old hero. Get the job done, and the TV cameras will catch you doing it. And don't worry about the program. Just be Mister Legend, as you remember him, not as we actually know him to be. <laughs> just be Mister Legend and be a badass who saves the day, and then everything else will just happen around that. And don't worry about it. Be a hero and do what heroes do. But Barnaby's like, I want to do what heroes do, 
and look fucking good doing it because it raises ratings, makes more money for the company, and makes me better. Like, he wants to try and be both. Like, he wants to be the new hero that saves the day and looks good on TV. I don't know if he's really trying to save the day as opposed to the other heroes who are trying to make it look flashy when they get their points. He does, too. Like, when the statue's walking around, he, like, picks a specific place on a girder out from a construction site in its way so he can stri- strike a pose. So he can strike a pose for the cameras as the, as, as the, um, the statue stepped on a minivan and just squashed about yeah. seven people. Exactly. Yeah, so, sure, sure. I'm sure those ratings are gonna be a nice little comfort no, mechanism for the next of kin. That whole area has been evacuated. There's nobody in there. The property damage that the, that the Colossus did was real, and and Barnaby should be held accountable for not stopping him sooner. So if 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 Cortez is going to be held accountable for that monorail so hardcore and like the monorail is one level of pay, but then like, like I hate that Ben gives him shit for breaking the window. Like what were you going to do? Knock? Never <laughs> let you in. Like the windows, okay, a couple hundred bucks. The monorail I get. So if. If they're going to hold a Contesto accountable, they need to hold Barnaby accountable for, like, every second that you don't stop him and he smashes another building, somebody's got to pay for that building. Well, I would assume they're, hopefully they're holding all the heroes accountable because... Yeah, they were all there. They were all kind of there, but they're also, at least in the first... At least they were ba- doing something. Well, at least with the bank robbery, was it, he said Sky Hound, you know, shows up at an opportune time. <laughs> so does he stand off in the corner until, like, everything's about to be resolved and he goes, swoops in and... and oh, is he a kill stealer? Is he... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he's the guy in Mall who gets the. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's the carry. <laughs> so we got Sky High, who's the kill stealer, who probably could have stopped a lot of this property damage had he just gotten in the fight in the beginning. Instead, he's floating. He's kind of flying off in the, on the outskirts, away from the cameras, just waiting for the opportune time to either come in and save. Probably save one guy in a very dramatic fashion for the cameras as yeah. four people fall to their deaths. Well, he'd have to he have to be very careful though, because they do they do call out if you're just like hanging around not being productive, like origami, origami cyclone. Yeah, yeah. origami cyclone. Like he's just in the background being all ninja y, <laughs> not getting any <laughs> fucking points. <laughs> well, but that's the thing. It's the point system, and so the point system incentivizes like the big flashy stuff. Yeah. If if Kotechi just walks up, punches the guy, and gets him, he gets what two hundred points for for catching the guy, as opposed to the big old ratings grab where he jumps into the into the blimp, punches out, punches through the window, grabs the guy, and then leaps off in some sort of fantastical pose. Yeah, yeah, he's incentivized to try to dramatize it up as much as possible. And so while he's waiting for that perfect moment, the the blimp hijacker just shot and killed the two pilots. <laughs> See, I don't know if it's that violent, though. It's not, no, no, that's not the violent. It's not that the show is not that violent. But that's what I'm imagining Agnes is wanting. Agnes uh, is Agnes is like, ratings, give me ratings. If someone dies, we have a fund. We have a fund. Our actuaries have figured out that it's it's two it's 2.5 million per person that we pay out. But it's okay. That's savage. No, I don't. Are I, you kidding me? I don't. I don't think that's Agnes. I think Agnes wants ratings. I think the person who sets up that actuary and all that kind of stuff—that's Maverick. Maverick is a savage who wants to capitalize this on make make buku money off of it and wants to use it in, in the long run to kind of rule the world through the robots. Well, what's what's Agnes's job is to cap is to maximize that capital gains. But I I think I think Agnes, when it comes down to it, has a little bit of morality. Does she? Yeah. 
Uh, I'm still not seeing it. Not even at the end of the show. I mean, I'm not seeing it. Yeah, because then she got to. Um, they did help him out a couple times. She well, she she, she does. She, I remember. I remember you did soften on her. I don't remember what, what the turning point was, but you did soften on her. I think. I think the turning point was she finally decided to help the heroes as opposed to just capitalize on them. It was like the very end where they were all going to kill Kotetsu or something like that. Yeah, that's right. After that, the, the yeah, I fucking forgot how he was turned into a criminal. Yeah, they turned him into a criminal because Maverick. Um, Altered the memories of everyone to yeah. to sing on the a lot television. on the television to make him think Kotetsu was a criminal. She somehow escaped out of it. I guess she wasn't she wasn't affected because she was doing something else because he broadcasted it via TV airwaves. Yeah. So she kind of manipulated the TV to kind of clear Kotetsu's name and put it all on Maverick. But only because like what other precious heroes are going to die and they were going to lose. They're gonna lose one of their employees. Did she? Did she finally turn? <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I, I'm. I'm bitter. Okay. Okay. Rock Bison's still awesome, right? I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna buy. I'm buying every single. Just, I'm buying every single model kit of him that I can. I love that every other hero is like Bandai or Amazon or Figuarts, like toy companies or places to buy things, and his is Gyukaku, a fucking beef <laughs> restaurant, like. <laughs> My name is Rock Bison, and my sponsorship is Go Eat a Lot of Meat. <laughs> I love that. I just love his costume. It's so unwieldy. It's, it's, he, he's a bison, so he's got the helmet with the big ass horns. He's got two giant power drills. Did he ever use those? I don't the remember. The power drills? I don't think so. I don't, I don't remember seeing a scene where he did that. So he's got the giant power drills, and he's got this huge, like, armored, armored with the, with the skirt, like the armored skirt. These giant boots, which also have, Horns, spikes on him, yeah. horns or spikes at the end of it. And it's just, this is amazing. This is the most amazing arm, and of course they have to use it on a side character. Who kind of gets punked he's around the, a little bit. He's the butt of a lot of jokes, he, too. Yeah, he, get, he gets... He really is. He gets punked around a little bit, too, and I I, kinda, I feel bad for that character a lot. He did score better than um, Kotetsu, though, didn't he? In the first season, yeah. Yeah, and then I think... Well, in the second season is the rise of Barnaby and Kotetsu. Yeah, so Kotetsu, they, and yeah. In, and I think that's when they were doing the um, the kind of relegation thing, because I remember there was a part where Rock Bison was kind of in last and in last in terms of the points, and I was either it was his sponsor or it was Tio TV who was like, "Yeah, if you don't bring it up, we're gonna cut you out completely." Yeah. And that was, that was just kind of heartbreaking. It was like, come on, man. Him, and then Fi- Fire Emblem, didn't, doesn't Fire Emblem like own his own yeah, he's sponsor his, or something? He's his own, he's his own company. He, yeah. The he's, CEO, his own, he's his own sponsor. <laughs> the CEO of a company is uh, one of the seven pillars is going out fighting criminals. It's amazing. But I mean, I, he would, right? He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> I love him. He's yeah, he's great. got his own sponsor. He's got his own company. What does he fucking care? He's just I, go out and blow shit up. Okay, so Rock Bison has cool armor, but I do think the second best costume is Fire Emblems with, like, glowing fire cape. That cape is fucking lit. The cape is legit because of the fire... The fire effect? The effect, cost- there you yeah. go. The fire effect on it. Oh, my God, it's awesome. Yeah. Did we ever get... Was there a... Fire Emblem-focused episode. I know there was a really depressing Sky High one. Oh, God, I mean, that couple, almost made me cry. There was a couple good Blue Rose ones. Um, the Origami ones were good, too. The Origami uh, Cyclone-focused ones were good. Yeah, I don't remember if there was a... I don't know if there was a Fire Emblem one. No, and there wasn't a Rock Bison one, either, huh? The only Rock Bison one was kind of that one where he was singled out that he was going to get kicked off the show. 
Yeah, and, but uh, the, but then Barnaby and Tiger and Bunny kind of beat up the hero, but let let him let, get the let him get the capture and the and the and the win and the win, and then I think at the end his sponsor was like, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna keep going with you." Yeah, nah, I forgot how shitty of a father he is too. Well, he's not a shitty father. He just he never told Kotetsu never told Kaede that he's a hero, and that's the problem. Is so when he goes to work. And when he has to skip her stuff for work, like the beginning, she has a recital and completely skips it because he got roped into hero duty. She just has this image that he's just a shitty father. Yeah, that he's just like in a fucking cubicle working. He doesn't care. Yeah, I know he does. He does, like, I don't know. If I were her, I would have told her sooner. If I were him, I would have told her sooner. Especially when she's on the edge of never speaking to him again? Yeah. yeah. And I don't, I don't know what the downside is. Like, is she gonna? Like, are you afraid she's gonna tell somebody? The, I would say the potential downside might be someone could target her to get to Kotetsu. But with his quote unquote old fashioned way of never revealing who you are, yeah, I'm not sure if that was really a big I don't think threat. Was, yeah, and like um, the mom knows, so just having somebody in the area who knows isn't a big deal. Doesn't um, the brother know too? Yeah, There's I think the because he goes, he yeah, there's an episode yeah. where he goes back to visit him, and he talks to the brother. Yeah, and we discovered she has powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I understand, I, I empathize with him being in a shitty position, but you just, you tell her. <laughs> no, at some point you have to tell her, especially when she's really angry about yeah. shit. When it's, she's a little girl, I understand not telling her, so she doesn't worry about her dad fucking constantly dying. But she, this... I think she's in eighth grade or something. Yeah, so like I understand not having told her sooner, but she's obviously at the point where she could. She understand. She'll, she'll understand what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> you really should tell her before she becomes a huge Barnaby fan. Oh, when she's got that Barnaby poster <laughs> in her in her bedroom on the door. Yeah, uh, yeah that's right. Uh, this, is when, this is when we still hate him too. Yeah, this is before we found out and before we started turning into a soft softening his stance against Kotetsu and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. When he's still um, mildly dislikable. God, he's so emo. He is. He's just this emo dude who just doesn't care. It seems like he doesn't care about anything except using his position as a hero to figure out who killed his parents, which I'm not saying is a bad thing, but he's such a dick about it. Yeah. All right, is it just me or was it? Sorry, was it just me or, or did it did it feel that they softened Barnaby a little bit here in the movie? Because I, mean, I think so. Because in this, I think you're supposed to if you if you hadn't watched the beginning, like the first half of this is a recap, the second half is a new story. So they can't make you hate him as much because then they have so much more work to go to make you like him again or soften on him. Like in the show, they can make you really fucking hate him because they've got six episodes to soften him up. I remember the very first. Yeah, very few, first few episodes was them just shitting on Kotetsu and how quote unquote pathetic he is and he holds on to these, yeah, these ancient, outdated ideals of being a hero. And then part of it was Barnaby just shitting on him hard. Yeah. It seems like in the movie, yeah, they've, they've softened him up a little bit also because I think they're assuming you've seen the show. So yeah, you, so bit. you've seen Barnaby soften and eventually they become like the whole, Bash Brothers team and everything's cool and everything, so you can't have, can't really revert him back to being a complete dick. Yeah, I mean, the, if if you spend half an hour making him a dick, then you have to spend forty five minutes making him likable again, and then you're what three quarters of the way through the movie already. 
<laughs> you gotta get some plot in there somewhere. <laughs> all you have time is, is a, all you have time is for is to uh, run up, punch the bad guy, and yay! Yeah, yeah. When you have like a twenty-something episode season, you're like, all right, we can shoot on him for six, spend twelve, we're getting him back up, and then you know, a couple episodes wrap. Yeah, yeah, you have more time. All right, so we stopped at like a half an hour in, so we'll do the next because it was ninety minutes, so we'll do thirty, thirty, and thirty. Yeah, sounds all good. All right, we'll do thirty again tomorrow. Cool. of the living heat.